I'm excited to be back and we have a very interesting topic today. I think it's going to help a lot of people because it has helped us massively and every single time that we put out there uh, or have a conversation and we hint this process, everybody's eyes open up and they're like super motivated to get started. So yeah, pretty pumped up. Fonzie had no idea we were going to be talking about this like 15 minutes ago, but he's all pumped up and ready to, to do it. I knew we were going to talk about this, but you put it <laughs> together some more as a commentator today. I know, I know. I think you're going to add a ton to, to this. But anyways, I'm ready to get started. We've got hey, I'm Luis. And this is Luis. And welcome to the Content is Profit podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple. Entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. That's right. Guys, if you're enjoying this show, go ahead and download more episodes, listen to it, let us know, follow the show, obviously, and uh, on social media as well, at BizRosco. That is right. And if today's episode helped you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share it with the people you love, you know, your comrades. <laughs> comrades? <laughs> Sounds like yeah, we're <laughs> Russians, your comrades. Uh, yeah, just, just share it away. That's right. Fonsi, you're not going to tell me I look good in this t-shirt? Everybody tells me I look good in this it's <laughs> no. Miami jersey. You're trying to fi fish for some comment? Do I look good in my Arsenal jersey? Of course you do, bro. Thank you. <laughs> do I look good in this Miami jersey? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, for those listening, we are in our soccer jerseys today. But as soon as I put my pink jersey, Katie, my wife, she's like, oh my God, baby, you look great. So it's okay. That's why I wear hey, it all the time. Good for you, man. If it, if it helps you with the you know, self-esteem, the confidence, it's all good. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, what are we talking about today, Fonz? Guys, today we're talking about the fastest, most effective way to double your sales with podcasts. Hey, that was good. By the way, full disclosure, <laughs> uh, this headline, I mean, it's 100% accurate, but it's also taken from the great Amanda Holmes and Jay Holmes from the Ultimate Sales Machine, because they do have a process that is very similar, just so you know. Uh, we discovered this on our own, but the process is called the Dream 100, and we're going to adapt it to, obviously, your podcast. So there's going to be some storytelling. There's going to be some action items that you can actually do today to get to that and doubling sales and the different things. But 100%. Uh, woo, okay. Ready, Fonz? I'm ready. Okay. Like I said, we're going to do a quick recap of the show, right? There's going to be... the. There was a conversation I had on Friday with somebody uh, from LinkedIn that was amazing. We're going to do some of that. And then we're going to tell you the actual data of the Content is Profit first episodes, not downloads, but sales related, money in the bank. And then uh, we're going to walk you through a quick exercise that you can do and execute today to actually get the ball rolling of this if you do have a podcast. And if you do not have a podcast today, it's very simple. It's the same process. And if you need help setting up that podcast, it takes five minutes. Go ahead and do it. Okay. Or just reach out to us at BizRosco on Facebook and Instagram. And guess what? We can help you set it up. That's right. <laughs> so obviously, I mean, the podcast in March is going to be three years. Three years old. I'm pretty sure we had like a <laughs> clap sound. Just put the clap sound. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay. I like studio clap though. I like the studio clap. It's us. Anyways, okay. I can barely hear the, the, the class. I, I know. The crowd is... Uh, it's almost like my toddler. You know, second toddler. You know, Luke is going to be four. All right, all right. Spit it up. Spit don't, it up. Don't deviate. Don't deviate. The, <laughs> so, people, the people want the juice. They want the good stuff. 
So anyways, before the show was actually a thing, uh, you know, COVID was about to happen. We were struggling as a business. It was just me and Fonzie, freelancers. There was no team. Uh, unclear on who we served. Uh, it, there was just a lot of stuff going on. You can listen back to the episodes. We go through that story. But we were stuck, right, in a place of, you know, we needed to create something. We felt like we needed to create. We felt that need. But it was, like, really challenging to to choose what to create, what medium to create it on. And uh, all this crazy high-pressure moment allowed us to create Contents Profit, the podcast, the live show. And, uh, and then it evolved into the thing that it is, right? So... That helped us be 100% consistent. We've uh, This is episode 368, right? So amazing, you know, pat in the back. Yeah, it's a lot, uh, it's a lot of podcasts. It's a lot of podcasts, a lot of time having conversations. But at the same time, it unlocked something really cool, which was uh, a reliable system on how to get communication with the, our dream clients, the people that we wanted to serve, get feedback immediately, get referrals consistently, right? All these things that we were struggling at the time. And uh, according to a lot of the conversations that we've had with many people that have a platform like this, those are very common friction points. So if you're going through in your head right now, it's like, oh boy, like this sounds very familiar to me. Stick around because this is literally what got us out of the hole and is helping us uh, move forward with, with our business. Any comments yeah. there, Fons? No, no comments so far. I think you're doing great. Ah, thank job. you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, so last Friday, I mentioned that I had this conversation with Irene. Irene, she's from Spain. She's got, you know going to school in California. And uh, we just connected over on LinkedIn. And she was building a platform. She was building a podcast to build relationships, right? And we dove right into this framework. It was not on purpose, right? We just continued the conversation for about an hour. And, uh, and it was one of those light light bulb moments for me personally. I'm like, this is the system. I mean, we've been talking about it. We've been preaching about it, but like, how can we nail it down with some action points for people to actually move forward to the point that uh, it ended at the end of the, the conversation. She's like, oh my gosh, like, do you have a book? Do you have resources for this? Do you guys do workshops on this? Right. And we've been talking about doing thing. by the way, there's a program going on. So if you're interested a little bit more on that, let us know. But at the level of something published, just talking about this other than a podcast mm -hmm. episode. So that obviously gave me the idea to develop that idea a little bit more, which is some of the things that we talk about, about the podcast helping you do is distilling those ideas, putting it out to the world to gather feedback and obviously help uh, the people that listen to the show. So that's why we're recording that today. Now, keep in mind, something to keep in mind is your ticket price, right? Like how, what do you sell, right? For us. This is a higher ticket service month to month. And this is one of the reasons why this has worked. And we've seen it with other people. So obviously the higher the ticket that you sell as a product, and we're going to talk about a business to consumer example of this on how you can implement it like this. But if it's a B2B is even better. So we have, a, we're going to share some examples. Of that. So keep that in mind, right? Like yeah. what is your price point? And uh, that will help us shape and make this worth it. Yeah. I want to share something that actually stuck to my head a long time ago. I think I heard it from Russell. He was talking about how the higher the ticket you're selling, the more time you need to spend with the person that you are trying to sell. That's why when you join a webinar and they're trying to sell you something that is like $2,000 to $5,000, it is usually like a one hour to two hour webinar, right? The more time you get to keep people in there, the more invested they already get. And therefore they can spend more time, they can spend more money with you, right? Let's say you're trying to sell those $2,000 courses uh, and they're only spending 10 minutes with you. 
are you building enough rapport to then present that offer, right? So that pretty much that concept applies for the platform, right? You're bringing this person to the platform. You're spending time with them in the pre-call and during the show, right? An hour or two, who knows what, whatever long your show is. Then after the show, you're talking to them. You, you're building rapport consistently over a long period of time. And then it's totally worth doing the offer because you build that rapport that is going to allow you to hopefully potentially close that deal as well. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously uh, you will hear us talk about the term platform for us is your publishing platform, right? And again, we use podcast as an example because that's the medium that most people listen to us. But at the same time, we record video. So there's an aspect of video. There's an aspect of microclips and all these elements play a part into the system, right? But for the sake of the conversation, we're just going to stick to podcast, which is your audio, mm -hmm. like your platform is your podcast, the place where you invite that dream customer, like that dream person that you want to work with, uh, build a relationship with, maybe is a person that has the referrals for you, right? So obviously, what is that platform for yeah. us? Like I said, is a podcast. How do we do this? I'm going to do like a quick recap is we invite whoever we feel is a fit for our community, our product, maybe has connections, maybe somebody that's really, really cool that we want to talk to, right? And obviously there's a filtering process if they are reaching out to us on how to get into the podcast, which is aligned to the person that we want to have on the show. Now, uh, we, once that person is invited to the show, we do like a discovery call, which is like normally about 15 to 20 minutes just to uh, get to know them, right? Like what are some points that they might want to share in the podcast, just align messaging, and then we coordinate that call, uh, which is a podcast interview. And then we jump on that interview, which is about normally about an hour or so. Uh, if Fonzie feels inspired, it's like an hour and a half. Uh, mm -hmm. And then we go into the after interview, and here's where we actually make the transition to you know whatever that action item is afterwards, whether it's introductions to referrals, whether it's a, a demo of the product and the service that, that we offer as an agency. And then after that, is obviously continue to nurture that relationship, yep. whatever the result is, right? If it's if for some reason it's not a fit because we've had those, it's okay. We continue to have a relationship with that person because they allow us their time to be on the show. They're very cool people, right? And you never know. Yeah. In the I mean, future. overall, yes, they'll make incredible clients, but at the same time, those are people we want to surround ourselves with. Like we bring them on the podcast thinking also, damn, I would love for them to be in my circle of friends, right? Yeah. And it's a great feeling that even to say they say no to your product, you still get to keep a relationship with those people. That can lead to referrals. And sometimes it just takes a longer time for them to realize like, hey, you know what? I actually want to work with this person, right? You might need to build rapport for a longer time. Amanda, right? Uh, the daughter of Chet Holmes, the person that you know initiated the dream 100 she tells a story how her dad spent what like 19 years chasing tony robbins for him to become a partner of his in one of the projects like that is absolutely amazing right so keep that in mind it's not just like i bring them to the podcast and i have one shot and that's it no like genuinely trying to build that relationship with this person keeping their best interests in mind and if it, there's a first no just Keep building, keep yeah. building. And like I said, we encourage everybody, obviously, to go and, and read the Ultimate Sales Machine, especially the Dream 100 aspect of it, right? We took some of that, and together with our experience, 
and emerge with just the podcast system and the operationals of the podcast system, mm-hmm. really. Even before we actually knew about the June 100, naturally, that's the thing that started to happen, right? And we always try to look for the hacks, right? Just this morning on a call that we had, somebody asked, like, hey, what's the fastest way to, like, the the best of the podcast, right? And it's like uh, to to be successful at podcasting. And we had to ask, like, what is success on the podcast means to you, right? For us, is obviously increasing relationships. Obviously, sales very 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 tight related to to sales. Uh, and not just the download. Downloads are amazing, and we're being connected with amazing people that are coming from listening to the show. Obviously, we thank you, we we love you, we hug you, right? But initially, when we first started. Uh, it was just really challenging, right? Because of how the medium works. Now, here's some data uh, on our first 12 months of the podcast, right? And if you're sales inclined, this will definitely, uh, you'll probably like it very, very much, right? Mm -hmm. And this was when the system was, you know, Brand, brand new, there was, is, it was not as consistent as we would have liked to, and there's still a lot of holes to fill, still after three years, still some holes that we need to fill internally, but this is the data, right? Uh, in the first year of the podcast, 75% of the people that we invited to the show that year say yes to a demo call after the <laughs> after the interview, right? So we're like, immediately after the interview, we will transition into, hey, I don't know if this is for you, uh, but here's what we do. Would you like to check out our demo behind the scenes? We'd love to show you, gather feedback, and uh, maybe find a way to collaborate. And that's exactly the same phrase that we do every single time, right? It's not sales, it's not peachy, right? Like if it's something, if there's a problem that they're experimenting, right? We're doing them a service (laughs) by presenting the option. Whether that's a fit or not after the call, that's for something else, but 75% of the people that came to the show say, yes, Luis, absolutely. Let's go do that. So, uh, I mean, we can go check out data. I should go check out data, but I think that's a pretty high, uh, opt-in rate. Now, after that, of the people that joined the call, right? The people that transfer into that call, 25% say, yes, I bought something from us, whether it was at the service or a workshop. And I think that 25% closing is pretty impressive. There you go. Thank Are you patting yourself in the back once again? I am. I am. So <laughs> I encourage you, you to share your numbers with us. But for yeah. us, like coming from no appointments and coming from no sales in a product that we we're trying to get a market fit at the time, uh, that was massive. It allowed yeah. us to uh, get the ball rolling, uh, putting some cash in the bank, hiring our first team members at the time as an agency, and uh, and continue to grow and evolve as a platform serving our clients and our audience. So I think for us, that was a massive win that obviously that is our own example. There's been some businesses out there that have been implemented uh, this system when they work with us and they have massive, amazing results. Uh, I don't know, Fonzi, if you have any thoughts, but I have a couple of examples. No, I mean, I've enjoyed the process since with the day, day one, you know, at the end of the day. For me personally, I enjoy making friends. And every time we get somebody cool in here and we have a good chemistry, and then that chemistry gets moved into more of the business space, right? And we get to do business with them and we get to help them. It is absolutely amazing. Yeah. So, so I think it's also a great filter to know whether you're working with the right people or not. Yeah. So I think this is obviously massive for service providers, right? Uh, if you're in the real estate, this is massive in the real estate, right? Any any kind of transaction on a monthly basis or if you have retainer consultants, 
how can you speed up this process, right? We do three podcasts a week because we want to have those conversations. We're in the process right now of launching a second show that's only going to be on LinkedIn, um, which is we just had a, an amazing inquiry of people wanting to, to be on the podcast, communicating, wanting to be inter- interacting, and that's our best way on how we can serve them and also uh, build that relationship. So we're going to do it. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. But uh, for example, how does a real estate company uh, can monetize, right, I guess, or can take advantage of a system like this. Well, there was a company locally, the Jacksonville Wealth Builders, that we worked together with a friend of the pod, Pablo Gonzalez, right? And we helped them build this system internally, right? But the people that they would bring onto the show, right, there were people, previous customers, best buyers, uh, contacts from the city, and they'll have these amazing conversations. And then behind cameras, they will work on the best opportunities for them, which meant, right, uh, working on deals mm-hmm. to buy land, uh, working on deals to constructions in, in yep. the middle of downtown, increasing the value to their audience. So there's many, many ways on how to do this, right? There's another example for a consultant, right? Um, this person was in Colombia and he he was struggling to get their first clients as a consultant. He was coming out of a corporate job and he wanted to uh, make his way into the space uh, as an independent uh, consultant. And the first 40 episodes of his show, he decided to tell stories and this thing and this content that he thought it was amazing for the audience. But here's the truth, right? If we're not putting ad dollars behind the podcast, if we're not investing paid, that growth can be sometimes very slow. It depends on many aspects. It, it, it depends on many um, in many things, like your personality. Are you actually good at delivering the content, right? Uh, is the content actually good, right? Is the marketing around the content good? There's so many things that uh, that you need to put in place to do this. And he was having very hard time reaching out to a big amount of audience, right? I'm saying air quotations here, and get traction to get the sales call. So we're like, okay, why don't you invite to the podcast that person, right? That decision maker in the company, the topic is not going to change. You guys are going to talk about the topic that you want to talk about in your podcast. But after that, invite her to a demo or to show what you can do for them. And first guest said no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. First guest said no, but she immediately referred to a friend that was also a head of the division and he was able to coach 200 salespeople because of that and get a massive paycheck. So again, Amazing. That is a studio clap. Yeah. Uh, so again, this is just the introduction uh, to a system. Now, I did mention that we wanted to talk about a bid, uh, business to consumer case, right? So in this case, who has an affiliate access? Like who has access to a massive amount of number of your direct to consumer customer, right? Is there a referral Base. We have this example of somebody from our community, Tony. Tony was selling this software or it was an accessibility solution for websites and he was trying mm. to sell one-on-one and the ticket was not high enough to make this worth it one-on-one. So we're like, hey, Tony, why don't you reach and you, you have a platform, you have a show on Facebook. Why don't you reach out to um, agency owners? Agency owners have access to a ton of websites and he yep. found this loophole in the tax code that says that if they implemented the thing that he was doing, right, he gets a paycheck, the agency gets a paycheck, and then everybody on the uh, as a website gets a tax deduction as well. So it was a win-win-win for everybody, and he started doing that, and immediately after, he found somebody that has 100-plus relationships that they could go ahead and tackle together. So again, massive opportunity. For us, for example, we have several partnerships with different agencies, like web developers, people that have shows, uh, people that coach podcasting, right? We don't coach podcasting per se, we come after that. So what are some relationships that you can start creating uh, through your platform to have access to many others? 
As well said. Are you friend. like mind blown right now, Fonzie? Yeah, yeah, mind blown. Clarity. Clarity. My, my eyes are open. I'm like, <laughs> whoa, what is going on? Okay, so we promised uh, to wrap up. We were going to give you uh, an exercise to do and uh, to do this homework today. So, again, if you have a podcast, you can execute today. If you don't have a podcast, it doesn't matter. You can do this over Facebook Live. You can do this over Instagram Live. You can do this over any type of collaboration around content. Content is the vehicle to do this, but at the same time, it's massive benefit because it builds your authority, your relevancy, and your trust in that platform. So, win-win in that yeah. in that sense. So, What else do you want, right? What else? What else? <laughs> it's like the perfect system. Anyways, um, so here's the exercise, right? Number one, pull a list of your clients in the last 12 months. This is like low-hanging fruit. Where are Who are your clients in the last 12 months, right? How much have they spent with you? So check out like, hey, who's my best client money-wise, right? Uh, and then who are your top five? Do you know them by heart? What are their characteristics? Like what do they do? What type of business? How do they spend their money, right? Uh, start writing all these things down. Um, in case of, uh, you know, business to consumer who has a big affiliate access. So, for example, we work with a company called Flowchat, which we love is a pipeline, uh, a social pipeline software. And a lot of the people in there are either publishing or is selling online. So those are potential clients that we might be able to have. So we have a partnership with them. Right. Uh, is there a referral partner like web agencies, like who sells to your ideal client where you can establish a referral partner? Start writing those things down. Um, anything else that you want to? Okay. So what happens after I have the list? I have my list with my five people and I'm like, cool, I got them now. You got them now. So start replicating that, right? So after your top five, it's like who else in my industry, right, has those characteristics. And as soon as you identify at least, well, you can start with five. You can start with one, right? But let's say your target 12, like your main 12 people, invite them into your show almost like back to back. Like that's that week. It's obviously the speed up of how you have these conversations. Yeah. Uh, it's going to depend on how bad you need this. We needed it very bad. We needed that money because if not, we're going to be out of business at the time that we launched the show. So we increased our frequency. Uh, I recently had a conversation with a gentleman in Colombia and he's like, well, I don't have a podcast just yet. I'm like, that's totally okay. You can tell him that you're launching that podcast 30, in 30 days and you can start having those conversations today. Tell them that you're recording the conversation so you can launch in 30 days. Yeah. And uh, again, or you can make a Facebook live show or a LinkedIn live or Instagram live. Just go live. Many ideas. Exactly. Um, and then from there, start having that conversation. Just make sure that you do the transition before they hop off the call. So if you want a detail, uh, I don't like to call them scripts because they're not scripts. But if you want how we phrase things, our cheat sheet of the podcast, how we run this, the back end, the management of it. Uh, please reach out. Like this is the thing that we do every single day and we're happy to help you out uh, and do this. But here's a bonus, the five buckets, right? The five buckets on how to identify your, your dream clients slash dream guest is, you know, are they, how profitable they are? That's number one, right? After you rank them, are they, do they generate a lot of profit for you? There might be some clients that are really good, but there's a lot of expenses attached to them, which is, you know, personally, one of the things that we have identified in the last six months, Right. Uh, who is who has an easy deliver delivery of your service or product? Like who like uh, that frictionless pri frictionless that you can deliver that that is natural and easy and you actually enjoy that process. Who's that right? And then from there try to find um, others. Who's easy to sell? Somebody that you actually present this opportunity and is so easy 
uh, the transition that there's like a no-brainer for them, right? Initially, when we started selling this, we were talking to people that were so far away from the solution, right? They needed more education and yep. it was really challenging, right? Because we had to educate, we had to put in the time, we had to do this. So who is closer to the problem yeah. of the solution that you're selling? Side note, still have those conversations with those people because eventually you'll be able to create a product that you can sell to those people as well. Eventually, moving them up your value ladder and selling them the one big product that you're selling for service. Absolutely. Now, the other bucket is results who are getting the best results with your product, right? So for us, obviously, if we're focusing on revenue, it's people that sell, you know, higher ticket, might have a list that they can reach out, might have this list of clients that can reach out, right? Mm -hmm. They might have a team or they might have the resources to hire a production team, right? Who is that person that is giving the best results? And then the last one is fun. Like, are you actually having fun <laughs> working with that person? There's been many cases that it has not been fun <laughs> for yeah. us. And, and that's okay. We learn from it. We are still friends but it might not be a working relationship. So who are you having fun with that you're working with at the time? And that's your low-hanging fruit, right? Past clients, current clients, and then who are people that are very close to them? Uh, and even them, they can refer to somebody like them. Good job. That was pretty good. Should we talk about this on PodFest? Sounds like you you do this for a living. Sounds like we do this for a living. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Fonzie, any last thoughts? Uh, no, I appreciate you for, you know, taking charge with today's episode. I think it was great. I learned a lot, guys. So I hope you did too. <laughs> Sounds good. If you have any comments or any questions, please feel free to reach out on social media at Abyss Bros. And obviously we have the, the Facebook Bros Co. Abyss Bros Co. And we have the Facebook group, Content is Profit. Go join the community and it will welcome you with open arms. With that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Content is Profit podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite platform and on social media at Abyss Bros Co. That is right. And if my brother here help you move one step closer <laughs> towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode and, and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.